0: I just give a, a little introduction I mean, as everyone should know hopefully if you go to dragontalks.info the website when it when it's working I think it was a bit overloaded today it wasn't working perfectly there's a, a beautiful bio for each and every speaker so if, if you're not sure of their links that's where to go just literally scroll down the page and there's their beautiful face all smiling and all the information about them and, and the full bio all their links and their Instagram pages and and their, links and their Facebooks and their groups and and all their offerings. Um, so yeah, I, I, Atlantis Wolf. Um, we again we met a while ago last year, and uh, that was beautiful. And, and your your energy is 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 always very shining. So whenever I see your picture, you're always smiling, which uh, I love to see. But your your bio. I say I say a little bit to introduce you. Atlantis Wolf is a shaman, which is beautiful master breathwork facilitator and licensed medical massage therapist, which, uh, yeah, well, the, all those skills together is quite amazing. And as I say, the whole bio's on, on the system, but the bit that came through for me was uh, about the healing with dragons. And uh, that, that's your topic for today. And, and uh, for me, the dragons that I find very healing, I, I use them in my shamanic practice and, and they're very powerful. And very gentle when they need to be, and very strong when they need to be. And uh, I believe your talk today is how dragons can heal you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I hand over to you, and uh, you've got an hour, and, and, and you can use all of it. Or if you if you get to a point where you, you feel like you want to stop, we can have a, an open question session. That would be beautiful as well. So, uh, Wonderful.
1: Thank yeah. you so much, Kevin. I I appreciate the introduction and I appreciate the invitation to come here. I had a wonderful time last year on the International Dragon Summit. Glad to bring it back again and just kind of continue the conversation is what I would like to say. So today I'm gonna do a short intro for anybody who doesn't know me and I'm gonna give you my background just so that you know who is this person, why is she talking and why should I listen to her? and then we're going to do a guided meditation where you i'm going to guide you through the process i'm going to teach it to you and so that that's something that you can do yourself is how to release physical emotional spiritual sort of spent pain to the dragons and then i'm going to give you time to process because the processing and sort of integrating the experience is extremely important to me. It's it's important to shamanism, it's part of my lineage, and I don't think that... I like to say, I don't want to take you high and say goodbye. I want to make sure that you've taken the experience, that you've taken time to reflect on it, understand it, fill it back in, and then I'll give you a little bit of advice, just a little, just a little sip, and then we'll have time for questions and answers. So. The first thing is, my name is Atlantis Wolf, and I am a fire dragon. I am a shaman, master breathwork facilitator, and a licensed medical massage therapist. I'm calling in from Cleveland, Ohio. For anybody who doesn't know the United States, think about where New York is, think about Chicago, draw a line in between, and I'm a little closer to Chicago on the Great Lakes in Ohio, the state of Ohio. So. My background is actually in civil engineering. I have a degree in civil engineering because my dad said I couldn't be an English major. I dual majored in English and civil engineering. I went on to be a civil engineer, environmental engineer, project manager. Basically, I went through the process of trying to be a good girl, trying to do what I was told, trying to um, meet expectations. And then my mom died. And I looked around and thought, I don't want to die in a cube. Honestly, that's what I thought. I looked around and I, th- I saw beige walls, beige carpet, beige people. And I said, I don't want to die here. This is not good. <laughs> and so what I did is I asked for help. And I believe to this day that that's the reason why I'm here because I was desperate. I was grief stricken. I was contemplating suicide. Luckily, I had two children that really you know looked at me and said what's for breakfast so that was not going to happen but I, I was just at the edge and so I just prayed I went to bed and I said I have to stay here if you want me to stay here you need to give me something give me a strong sign this is before I could see dragons before I could see archangels before I had any healing experience at all zero I was a project manager for a financial services company, single mom, trying to make ends meet. And I woke up and as if it was written in a silver pen with glittering outline, it said massage therapist. And I said, okay, I went to work. I quit my very lucrative job and they thought I was crazy. And they said the door's always open. I said, I appreciate it, but this is my path. And I never looked back. I've been in private practice for 14 years. I'm the only person I know who's a single mother to four children. I had two, and I adopted two from an alcoholic house, and I have created wealth and sustainability and healing for these four children who are now in college, which means I can fly around the world and take all of my magic around the world. So that's what I'm doing. I'm taking the fire ceremonies, the shamanic breathwork ceremonies, the intuitive healing groups, all of the stuff, the drumming, the dragon activation breathwork, all of it, and I'm taking it around the world. I was just in England in October, and I did shamanic breathwork with my friends, Carolyn Mitchell and Stephanie Cartwright and Jocelyn Clark. We did it at the Twyford Community Center, and it was astonishing. It was so impactful. I could feel it in the ground. So I'm going to do it again. So if you live in England, look for a big juicy retreat, week-long retreat happening there. If you're here, my friend has a place in Mount Shasta. I'm also going to start doing work over there. But let's get down to dragons. When my mom was dying, it was inevitable, terminal, it was horrifying. I went to go visit her before she died, and there was a dragon around her and I had never seen anything, I had never experienced anything. And that was the moment that I first cried that my mom was gonna die because my first thought was, I can't defeat a dragon. If a dragon has her, it's over. I'll never get her back. And she and I were, we always used to say one soul in two bodies. So it was hard. It was really hard to lose her to be there. I was there when she died, but it did open up this whole world of healing because the night before she died i woke up in the middle of the night and there was a ball of energy as big as my room around me and it woke me up it, it was kind of like when you have a dandelion that you would blow and all the seeds go all over but you're in the center of it that's what it felt like it was sparkling it was everywhere and i could see it it was all around me and i thought what is this and it felt like my mom and there was a little tiny one next to me and the message that i got was i'm giving you my power that was the transfer i showed up and she died physically and so it was so interesting to be able to work through what did that mean what was that i didn't know anybody who did anything weird or cool or interesting like that. And that was in 2009. So I've been working with dragon energy, angel energy, sort of seeing behind and through the veils ever since then. I did a shamanic breath work that continued to open things up. I've been studying with Linda Starwolf, who's in the Seneca Wolf Clan uh, lineage. They're sort of in three different parts of New York. If you know the United States, New York State, They're the only tribe out of the 500 who never gave up their land to the European settlers. They are some fierce, interesting people. And so it's through the Wolf Clan that my lineage as a shaman comes from. And I've been studying with her since that first breath work, which would have been in 2018. And there's always more to learn, let's face it. So to bring the shamanism and the medical massage together, I like to bring clients to a place where i teach them how to work with pain because most people seek help when they're in pain nobody is sitting on a beach having a cocktail saying i should probably change my life this isn't really working out for me i think i need to do something different Eh. it's always when we're in pain that we ask for help it's when we're desperate we have to surrender we have to ask for help in order for grace come in in order for dragons angels healing guides even our power animals it's about us asking for that help so i'm going to lead you through it right now because there's really nothing like a hands-on experience to say oh okay now i know what you're talking about so since i'm a fire dragon i might be able to get this candle lit and if not i'm going to imagine it but We just had this incredible upload, download and integration. So before we get started, give yourself time to give yourself a wiggle. Just kind of move your energy, move your body, give yourself time to stretch and grow and look around, reach way, way, way over, all the way over here. Make sure that you are giving yourself the wiggles because when we get stuck, if we unstick the energy, it tends to come right back. So the bigger you can go, the more you can give your body space, the easier this will be. So once you've had time to really move around a little, take a breath. We're gonna do in through your nose and out through your mouth. The key is bring in what you can and breathe out as much as you can. And what you want to do is focus on that exhale. Don't worry about the inhale. Your lungs are a vacuum. They're going to bring in what you need. It's okay. So you want to just breathe in what you need. Breathe out what you don't need. And then pause and then bring in what you need. Breathe out what you don't need. pause and then breathe in love and breathe out love. We are all vibrations of love. There's only love and the absence of love. It's just like the moon and the shadow of the moon. There is love and there is the absence of love that can be spun around and brought back but we need them both to have contrast and wholeness. So you can choose to look into the flame and focus your gaze on the flame, or you can choose to close your eyes. What you wanna do is breathe normally and do a scan of your body from your head to your toes. And what that feels like is draw your love and attention to the area right above your head to the area at the top of your head scan down to your ears your mouth your neck your shoulders move whatever needs to be moved so that it feels loose liquid and flowing down to your chest down to your your tummy your belly feel your hips your hip bones your legs your knees keep scanning down your calves to your ankles your heels your toe tips the ball of your feet and the arch of your foot breathe in the top of your head breathe all the way down your body through as if you were exhaling out of the tip of your toes. Now, pick one area of your body that feels uncomfortable, tight, constricted, stuck, or in pain. In other words, it could be anywhere on the spectrum it doesn't have to be sharp pain. It can just feel uncomfortable or a little bit less than fluid. One point, bring all of your love and attention to that point, whether it's something new that showed up today, whether it's a chronic injury, spinal fusion, an old injury, it's okay, but it's one point point all your love and attention on that point as you breathe in imagine that that point is moving out through your body and into your hands with every breath collect every piece of that discomfort and pain as if you are collecting it into a ball of energy in your hands. Every breath draws a little more from your body, through your arms and into your hands. Focus one last breath to draw all of it up and blow it into your hands And now use your imagination. Hand that ball over to a dragon. The dragon is in front of you and has been waiting for this moment to receive it. Well, you're giving it to the dragon as if you were giving them something delicious and wonderful, like a piece of chocolate cake. What is not serving you is energy that is serving them and they know what to do with it. With one last breath, release the rest of it to the dragons. Put your hands on your heart. Look into your dragon and say, thank you. What you released is no longer in your body. So it's important to take this moment to breathe infinite, endless, and unconditional love back into that spot. Go back to the spot that you were just noticing and breathe love into it. Source love, pink, sparkly, golden, sequence of love and fill it back in and breathe it back out. Your tissues need time to re knit themselves. So we are filling that back in with what formed all of us in the beginning, endless, infinite and unconditional love. When you feel it full, completely to overflowing, take a breath in and say out loud or to yourself, and so it is. Give yourself time to move again and feel your body. Feel the light in your body. Feel the gentleness in your body. Feel how easy it is to be, inhabit, witness, and observe your body. Take a drink of water. Move gently. If there's anything that came up for you, take some time to write a couple notes down. It may be something that you noticed. It may be something that surprised you. Maybe it wasn't pain at all. Maybe it was a limiting belief. Maybe it was an old story. Every once in a while, it's a person. There's a person who's attached to you that you didn't realize. And when you do it in a very gentle way where you ask for help from the dragons, you're assured it will be of no harm to your physical body. Bodies are durable, but also fragile. So taking care of your body is important. Raising the awareness of your human experience takes place in your body. Your body is your library. It has your DNA. It has all of your memories. All of your activations happen inside this beautiful human body. So you never have to worry about what other people are doing. All you need to do is focus on your own personal truth. When someone says something, it's your body that will tell you that's true for you, or it's not. You don't need to worry about other people telling you who you are, or what your path is, because you've got that knowledge intuitively inside of you. Spend your time with your body, clearing out your blocks, clearing out your pain, because pain is very distracting, you know, it could really do a number on your disposition. But it's also worth bringing your love and attention to the pain, your body's talking to you. It's trying to tell you, you overuse this part. There, you know, Move the computer, move the chair, move the desk, walk a little bit more. It's working hard to get your attention. And it's trying to stay alive and stay in homeostasis in balance all the time. Everything, every question that you have your body has an answer to. You can sit with it and use it to access your dragon healers at any moment, any moment, any time of your life in the middle of the night, you wake up in pain, walk through this, identify where it is, breathe into it, give it as a gift, allow them to take that energy and recycle it into the universe. It doesn't serve you, but it does serve them. And it's a construct to get us into the practice of asking for help. We get very conditioned into being independent, into saying, I can do it, into saying, I've got this. No, we're all in community. We didn't. There's not one person on the planet, there's all of us. And asking for help is the practice to invite grace into your human experience, because you can't ask for help unless you're humble. And when you're humble, you ask for grace and grace will always answer your call and answer your question. And dragons are, phenom- let's face it, phenomenal helpers. I mean, they're, they are the best. If you're called to work with dragons, by all means, answer the call, because it means that you have an extraordinary mission that you're here for a reason. And we need you. We need you so much. So please answer the call, be part of us, come with us, work on your inner stuff and remember the love that created all of us. So again, just a quick advice on processing. Processing is important write down your experience have some water check in with your body a lot of you guys in the uk are getting ready to go to bed just make sure whatever thought you have before you go to bed try your very best just fill me with your grace bring in endless infinite unconditional love sleep in the arms of dragons sleep under the blankets of protection give your human body this dura mater the super 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 dense stuff time to assimilate to all of the changes that it just went through that maybe your conscious mind is not aware of but it happened so give it time give it time and feel just feel your body just touch your body feel your body check in with your body hang out with it and see what it feels like and see how it changes so for before I take any questions and I've got lots of time for questions if there's any um, I want, I always tell people no one is alone and we all know people and we all have a network. So I want to introduce you and help you to my network. So part of my network is Caroline Mitchell, who you might know. She wrote the How to Live with Dragons book on Watkins. Excellent book. Anybody wants to start to learn how to work with dragons? Right here. Carolyn Mitchell Amazon UK and the US she's everywhere for people who especially when they just did that they they have some grief a lot of times grief comes up we let go and suddenly there's grief Um, my friend Stephanie Cartwright is also on the call and she's a dragon therapist she's a licensed bereavement counselor and she can help you go through all of the stages of grief in a unique way for people that have the vibration of dragons and are experiencing grief, they often are taking on grief of the collective and that can feel very scary and very big. Um, if If you go to the group, look up Stephanie Cartwright, drop down if that's something that's calling to you and then you can also send me a message as well. Also on the call, if you suddenly find that you think you're the only person who not only works with dragons, but you work with phoenixes, No, 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 there's other people. My friend Jocelyn Clark is also on the call. You can go to the little chat and look up Jocelyn Clark. She's a Phoenix Mage and she has a calling to work with Phoenixes, especially in relationship to runes and symbols and colors and things like that. So feel free to spread the love to the whole group because again, it's a network. We're all here to help each other and do our part to look around and fill in one little piece of it if you want to get a hold of me it's very simple atlantiswolf.com i have online classes and breathwork. i'm doing retreats all over the place call me if you have 10 people i have a passport i will come i will do dragon activation breathwork, drumming fire ceremonies whatever you need i am quite liberated quite happy and probably gonna be traveling for the rest of my life because that's where my joy is. So you can definitely count on that. Um, As far as questions, I was taught a cool trick in a networking group. And that is, if you go to the reactions button and raise your hand, then Zoom will put it in order. And then that way, all I have to do is go to the gallery view and the top left corner, whoever has their hand raised, I know that they have a question, and then I have a better chance of getting it. So if you have a question, go down to the three dots under more, click on it, and then click on reactions, and click on raise hand. And with any luck, I will see you. And if not, Kevin will say, help. All right. Does that work for you, Kevin?
0: Sounds like a good plan. Okay.
1: Let's see. Okay. Bernice, what is your question, please?
2: Hello. Thank you for the meditation. And I noticed that you called yourself, I'm new to the dragon experience. Uh, I noticed that you called yourself a fire dragon, Mm -hmm. which is a new concept for me. Um, I was looking at dragons as outside of myself, but I noticed that you said I am a fire dragon. So can you
0: Mm -hmm. elaborate
2: on that
1: or how it feels? Thank you. So of course, thank you for your question. So everyone has their own experience so some people are dragon riders they'll see dragons and they'll always see themselves on a dragon going to different places either around the world or um, through space time and space and things like that some people you know feel see hear anything like that me personally i see dragons but i also um, after years of meditation realized that i was a dragon and that i'm actually a fire dragon so i'm very connected to the element of fire uh, in the same way that if you want to think of it as like a radio station how you can turn the dial So I have an angelic version of myself. I have a dragon version. I have um, I'm Connected to mother Mary and that lineage There's a sort of a version of me that works in that space when I'm doing particular healings Obviously, I have a very human like this is what I look like face and so Think of it as, as layers or channels in the same way that you can have layers of cake that are different colors, different flavors and things like that. It is My, my personal experience is um, that I am a fire dragon and elemental. Does anybody else have a question? Everybody's ready for bed. (laughs) Let's see. I want to make sure I'm not missing anybody. But um, if that is the only question, then I'm going to hand it back over to Kevin and wrap it up.
0: There's people out there that are shy to come on camera. If you want to put your questions in the comments, we'll, we'll give you sort of 30 seconds to start typing. If you want to start typing it, I know it's like in the past, I was always like, oh, I don't want to ask a question. I might look silly. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Just just put, All put right, it well, put I, in the comments. Uh, you know,
1: full disclosure, one of the reasons why I did the raise the hand is because if I, if we go into the chat I'm gonna have to use my glasses so give me a second <laughs> um, let's, let's see, see.
0: Let's see if oh, good
1: name. yay dragon Rider from Atlantis yes my my name um, is not uh, in the shamanic tradition you don't give yourself a name a shaman gives you a name and then you live with it for a year and decide if you want to make it public or you want to keep it your private name in your own spiritual community. So the shaman who I was um, teaching, who I was learning from, my, who was my teacher, she gave me the name Atlantis Wolf because of a particular breathwork that happened. Um, the, re, the I'm purposely ambiguous because it is kind of a, a private thing, but just to give people the background, Um, Some people want to give themselves, you know, firing flame-eater griffin of Halcyon, and it's ridiculous because your ego will give you a name. When someone else gives you a name, it has more meaning. And in my tradition, in the Seneca Wolf Clan tradition, you have to be given a name and also live with it for a year. You can't just put it on a t-shirt and run around with it. So, there's a little bit of background about that. How do I know if I'm being called to working with dragons? Well, you're here, so that's that's a good sign, but it's sort of a matter of do you see dragons in in the world? Do you see them in clouds? Do you see them in books? Do you are you sort of pulled magnetically into the world of dragons? Do you just have a natural interest in them? Do they Do you find them fascinating? Do you want to know more? Um, People have to be called to work with dragons. It's not the kind of thing you show, you sort of say, oh, well, dragons are trending. I think I'm gonna go work with dragons. It won't happen. Nothing will happen, nothing. It'll be radio silence. But if it's this natural kind of, like, I didn't ask to see my mom surrounded by a dragon. It put me into a state of despair, to be totally honest. If it just happens, that's an excellent sign. So it's more a matter of, do they show up for you all over the place? Do suddenly you feel like people are talking about dragons? Unfortunately, we are in 2024, the year of the dragon, so it feels like everybody's talking about them. But again, going back to that personal truth, find people who you resonate with. When you hear people talk about fire dragons, if that lights you up, go talk to them. If you are really into the Galactic Dragon Clan, or the Palladian, or not the Elementals, but the more Galactic Dragons, if that sounds really cool to you, go find people who already do that. And just ask them to have a little conversation and say, how did you get into it? What do you recommend? Um, You know, help me out. It's a very friendly bunch. (gasps) We have a very brave person who raised their hand, Kamla. What can I answer for you, please?
3: Yes, hello. Nice to meet you.
1: You too.
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I would say that I'm a dragon woman. Uh, and the dragons have uh, yeah, have been coming to me for around a year, uh, very mm-hmm. intensely and, and intensively. Uh, yeah, and it's a journey and it's so exciting
1: and I'm curious about your take on on this uh, healing part with the dragons. I have this experience that all kinds of different elemental dragons and and other dragons can all be presenting themselves as wanting to assist with healing. I I encountered a transparent water dragon for really
4: releasing grief and, and letting go and also, yeah, there are many others. What is your take on
1: that? Well, water dragons, water is connected to the element of your lungs. Your lungs are where grief is stored. So if you look at Chinese acupuncture, it's the lung meridian from here down to here. You can trace that when you're working with the dragons. And of course, we cry tears when we grieve, but there's essentially a dragon for everything. Um, There is absolutely every different kind, which is why I'm very careful not to say um, you meet a fire dragon. I would never say that. That's why I'm always very careful to say you meet a dragon, because wherever you are in your journey, if you are highly experienced, a little experienced, if you are ready to be surprised, um, you're going to have your own team. There's your own group of dragons trying to work with you, but they're, you're gonna have a, a guardian, like a guardian angel, and then they will introduce you to all the other ones, but um, there's really no limit. But it, it is a good idea to try and find one to work with and have that connection first before you invite all of them into your life because things could get a little too interesting because they don't really have the same cares that people do and you may find yourself surrounded by dragons and too high on dragon energy to pay your bills and (laughs) kind of in a a little bit of a pickle on the human side. So my best advice is one at a time, but you know, free will. Yeah, thank you. I hope that helps. You're welcome. Um, Somebody asked a question about my connection to Atlantis and my connection to Atlantis is, um, I'm just gonna use the phrase heavy duty I was in charge of the crystal vaults in Atlantis, and it was my job to go down. And when we decided that the powers were being used for negativity, negative purposes, destruction, um, I was in the small group of people who decided to take down Atlantis. Atlantis decided that was okay too. For anybody who's deep into the lore of Atlantis, you'll know that the last one was the fifth iteration. There were five different versions of Atlantis. And I was there at the last one and went into the crystal vaults and took the red crystals and turned them against each other. And my contract was that I would go down with Atlantis and I had that full past life memory in the first shamanic breath work that I ever did, which was kind of a doozy, I'll be honest. Okay, no transition. Robin, how are you? What what question can I answer for you?
4: Hi, thank you so much for being here today and answering our questions and all the things. Um, You're welcome. So, I was on a land healing retreat last month, and I literally, I I feel like I acquired a dragon. We were doing Mm -hmm. a meditation, and I felt the energy come at me, go through me, flip around, and I felt like I had wings on my back. Um, and I have, yeah, I have connected um, somewhat. I don't know what to do with this. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) where, like, I know I'm being called. I have felt the calling now for very strongly this past year. But even before that, I just didn't know what to do. And, um, you know, I work a lot with the angels and I'm transitioning into dragons. So I don't really know what my question is, but what would you like to say?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um, angels, you can think of angels and dragons as the The angels are the upper chakras and the dragons are are the lower chakras. And that is my personal experience. That's how I have experienced them. Whenever I connect to the angels, it is from around the solar plexus and heart up through my crown chakra. And the dragons are always very low and wanting me to talk very low and tone very low into the lower chakras because they're very centered on the earth. And so what I would recommend is because you already have a nice strong connection find a place that's easy for you to interact with them. And that might be just going to bed 15 minutes earlier than you normally would and meditating on you and your dragon, where you kind of found each other when you were doing that land retreat, go back to the land in your imagination, sit uh-huh. back on the land, whatever however it was a ceremony, not ceremony, that in that moment, recreate that moment in your imagination and then ask the dragon to come and dream with you because that's a much easier frequency, especially for beginners. My, my MO is if you're going to start a spiritual journey, usually people start with me. I am like the beginning of the path. I've gone so far down the path that I like to come back and help people start. So I'll walk with you for the first couple steps of your path. But like all shamans, it is a path of direct revelation. So I'm going to be like, love you send a postcard, if you fall down, call me. But give yourself time to reconnect to that moment. And then if you know what Claire you are, like pull in that sense of what did it look like? What did the land look like? What does a dragon look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does your body feel like when it's around? Fill in your senses. And then when you've got that kind of full to overflowing, like you've really saturated it, then ask the dragon to come and meet you in a dream and ask the dragon, how do you wanna work with me? Okay. If you're really good at land clearing, you might be the kind of person who's called onto missions, essentially like earth missions to everywhere you go, take a minute, get out of your car and just ground into the land and ground the energy. And it sounds, what intuitively I'm getting is that you are a person who's connected to land, not water, and that you're very good at waking up dragons. So the dragons move to a frequency. We were talking about frequencies. Uh-huh. They didn't leave the earth. They changed their frequencies. They're still here. They're in the land and the water and the rocks and the mountains. They're They're here, but they're on a different frequency. And so people who are tuned in, like you are, can wake them uh-huh. up. And you can yeah. say, what do you want me to do? And you can equally say, Go where you need to go. If you know, if yep. I was just supposed to wake you up and send you on your way, I could do that.
4: Does that help? Absolutely, one thousand percent. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. And you just inspired somebody, Christine, to be brave as well. And I'm not over time, so Christine, or Christina, I'm so sorry. What can I answer for you? Oh no, that's
2: fine. Thank you. Um. Thank you so much for this, Atlantis Wolf. You're amazing. Your energy is incredible. Um, immediately when you said wolf, I was like, whoa, I the wolves have been coming to me and like this archetype of like this wild woman running with wolves. And mm-hmm. I've been connecting more with um, my Buffalo path woman. Um, so everything is just like divine timing. But my question <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah. Um, but my question is i don't know if they're like uh earth dragons i'm gonna say like they're earth land dragons but it's almost like these black dragons um i get the feeling of like obsidian um, i'm here in Maui, hawaii so mm-hmm. they have been coming to me recently i didn't feel like it was time to work with them um but can you share anything about like these uh very grounding, like almost volcanic dragons. It's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, just so you know, the, the wolf archetype, by the way, is the, the pathfinder and the way shower. So the wolf archetype is about going through and finding the path to safety and then turning around and getting the pack and taking the pack on that path in a safe way. So consider that you are going to be the person who finds their way through you know kind of whatever you're going through at the moment with figuring this out and that you're going to turn around and then do workshops on it collect people around it online stuff and then um that you'll be that person who who can safely navigate through um without any pitfalls and not any risks or anything so um i'm connected to obsidian in mexico i'm half mexican and i'm connected to the obsidian which is in teotihuacan about an hour northeast of Mexico City so there's large beds of obsidian there and I'm connected with those so what I can tell you is that obsidian is uniquely gifted in healing physical bodies so if you have spheres of obsidian I have those in my massage studio then a person it's easier for a person's vibration to let go of negativity they're very clean it's very clean energy clean earth energy And it also is a reminder that everything that we dream comes from darkness. Seeds are planted in darkness. We gestate in water in darkness. The obsidian and the darkness is the the theme of where do you go to heal deep, deep, deep into the earth. So there are temples below Maui where you are. And if you meditate, with your dragon and ask them, look for a, um, when you're meditating, find a place that really exists in Maui. And then when you sit there with your imagination, imagine that there's a hole and it could be at the base of a tree, like a fairy hole. It could be a cave on the beach. It could be any anything that feels right to you, but there's gonna be a hole and you're going to take in meditation, you and your dragon through that hole down into the obsidian temples and then ask the guardians that are down there. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to just connect with you? Do you want me to bring people to connect with you? Ask for your purpose after you're already there. Yeah. Does that help you?
2: It does. Oh my God. And it just brought me back to a meditation that um, a teacher of mine has sent me on Pele and the obsidian oh. crystal temple. So yeah, that's, yeah. Wow. that's incredible. Oh my God. Thank
1: you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, those are those are. Remember, they're all connected at that. The obsidian layer of the earth is connected. So mm-hmm. if you ever wanted to do a meditation together, I could go through the temples in Teotihuacan. You could go through Maui and we can actually meet underground.
2: Oh, my God, that would be amazing. Yes, I would. Love to work with you later
1: on. <laughs> on. Okay, I'll be. That would be that. super fun. <laughs> yeah, AtlantisWolf.com. I'm super easy to find. Um, okay. Thank you, Christina. Oh, thank you. And oh uh, I still got a little bit of time. Karen, can I help you answer a question?
3: Yes, thank you. um When you said your name was Atlantis Wolf, that resonated. Uh, I'm sure with many people. But um, in a past life, my name was Run with Wolves. And in in another past life, I am the um, I was in Atlantis, a male, and I had a dragon. I would ride her. Um, she comes to me. She's you know bluish, silver, white. Mm-hmm. And when we did the wealth meditation, it was a red a reddish brown. Mm. And then it was a reddish brown dragon that came to me. And then when we did the pain, it was a black dragon. So mm-hmm. I'm just. It seems. I don't know. I've never worked with them. This just all started within the last few months. And I just Mm -hmm. wanted to see my goal this year is to start a very uh, influential spiritual business. I'm a light worker. So Mm -hmm. that's my goal. And I wanted to see if what you would feel about helping with, well, I guess, what do I do with the dragons? Um, These are all new to me. I thought I only had one and then two more showed up today. So Mm -hmm. I'm not sure of how that path goes with me. I don't know if you have any insider information.
1: So um, remember that dragons and angels both were created at the beginning of the universe. So before the universe split and there was an ego and a spirit, there were dragons and angels. They don't have an ego and a a spirit split. They are unified. They're unified beings. And so when you say that you want to begin an influential workshop, that's more ego. The key is all you want to do is focus on yourself. You heal the planet by healing yourself. You have a billion ancestors behind you. It's, you know, it's okay, a lot of the work that we're doing, all the light workers are doing is to heal ourselves and then just work backwards through the lineage. There's more than enough work to be done because we know that we can heal ancestral trauma in this lifetime at this timeline right now, but they didn't know that back then. 300 years ago when there was, you know, A husband and wife and a burning house and the guy went in for the baby and now they're both dead and that trauma just got passed on and on and on Um, you can heal that in your lineage and it's enough work to work on that and that will influence the sphere so instead of the goal being to become influential focus on you working with whatever dragon shows up for you that day and really strengthening the connection. Practice makes the master. If you resonate with one of those dragons, like I'm really feeling the blue and white dragon today, sit, meditate, ask the dragon, how can I serve the planet today? Dragons are connected to the planet and the planet's ascension. We are just little tiny beings on the planet, but we can help. And they're trying to help get us free of trauma so we can be a clear channel for the ascension energy that's coming through. The earth is rebirthing herself and we're helping. The dragons are here to help that rebirth. So just focus on your own healing, practice your own connection, practice makes the master, and then you by being alive and present will create your own sphere of influence naturally. You won't have to make it a goal, it'll just happen organically and on its own. Okay. Does I, that help? It. Yes, it does. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Okay, last question. Vicki, what can I answer for you, please? Hi, thanks so
5: much for being here. I'm just receiving so much from you. Um, I wanted to share after that last the, the little meditation where we breathe the energy into our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I was guided to do it for my whole childhood which was full of trauma and pain and Mm -hmm. I started off in my mother's womb and then I went all through all the ages and brought it right back up to like Mm -hmm. age 20 all that wound and trauma and then I gave it to the dragon it was like this most it was so beautiful because it was just came after you said that first experience and then the dragon was like keep going keep going so thank you so much
1: oh you're so welcome and remember i'm teaching you a practice you could do this you don't need me to do this i am not specially qualified i'll i can lead you through it to give you the practice but you can do this on your own and you can continue doing it the reason why i do it this way is that i was guided to find a way to do it that's harmless to the body so the reason Mm. why i say hands is because if you put your hands straight out you'll notice that that t that you create with your body proves and shows as i at least as i was told your hands are in the same strata as your heart chakra right so yeah. when you have your hands you're putting your hands on somebody else you're putting your heart on them and so because you are bringing it into your hands and creating a ball you're you're subconsciously inadvertently bringing it through your heart and down hmm. through your hands so you are bringing love into that ceremony of release, which is why I believe it's so powerful. And I know that that's why it's harmless to your body for sure.
5: Yes. And it was so powerful because previous to you, Alfadia, I was talking about manifestation um, of wealth and the, what the message that kept coming when I was doing the exercise with the dragon, with the going through was trauma turned to treasure, which is the manifestation of yeah abundance, to... abundance, Right. Yeah, and I'm writing a book about my my life, my childhood. So I was, it all came together today. You're, you're, you and Alfede are working were working together with this beautiful exercise mm-hmm. exercises, and energy. And thank you,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you. Much you're gratitude. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Divine timing, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when, whenever I do a ceremony, the first thing I always say is, "Well, you called me, and I'm here. Like I show up." <laughs> I am that person. I am super spirit girl. Whenever spirit says we need you to go do this, I usually go, <sighs> all right. <laughs> and that's pretty much the the long and the short of my whole story. <laughs> but I love it. I have and- such great adventures because I I have my human like, oh geez, I'm gonna all right. I've never said no.
5: <laughs> I love it. And if you do. Mount Shasta retreat. I, that's my favorite place. I love the Talos and the energy there. And the, oh, all the, I'm with cool. Lemurian. Yeah, I go to, that's my that's my jam, that place. I would love to do something with you there, a workshop yeah, or something. I've,
1: I've never been there, and my friend just brought a retreat house there. So I'll be there at the oh. uh, end of August, beginning of September. I'm going to do a dragon activation breathwork healing ceremony. And then I'm actually being called to teach dragon activation breathwork to people and just give it away, like come for the training. I'm not certifying, I'll I'll give you everything that I know and then yeah. you make it your own and take it out into the world. And I'm also gonna do a monthly free dragon meditation group for planetary service. I'll be putting that on my website and Instagram. So if anyone is interested, uh, that's the next thing that I have coming up. So exciting, thank you so much. You're so welcome, you're so delightful. Great, I've got three minutes, I'm under time. Kevin, how did I do?
0: You've done amazing. There's there's a message from Nicola Rose Lush so she can't raise her hand and she has a question. Oh me. no. So if she wants to oh, unmute sure. herself, I'll ask her to unmute.
1: Yeah, I'm right here. Hi, hello there. Um, hi Nicola. Hi there you are, hi there. Um, so um, myself and my husband are both fire dragons. And my son's a water dragon through the year of the Chinese dragon. But it's quite fiery. It can be quite fiery in the house. (laughs) Uh, But it really can.
2: But um, the water dragons are asking me more to work with them. Because I work with energy
1: anyway. They're asking me to really work with them and go. And I do go into water to heal through the water and everything. So do you Mm -hmm. think that's calming the house as well? Or what could I do to calm with the dragons a little bit more all the energy, because both my son and my husband and I, it's not all fiery all the time, but it can can be at times. So uh, what they're telling me is, remember that water is constantly flowing, and instead of clearing water that is still, like lakes or oceans or things like that, imagine that you are actually running a river through your house, and that you're blessing the water as it comes through your house, for its highest and best purpose and intention, as if you were holding that space and the water was coming through your house and having meditations and it can be with just you or all three of you or just, um, it doesn't really matter, but setting the intention that the energy in your house is not staying in the box and swirling around, but that you are with your imagination opening a window, whether it exists or not, open a window on one side, open a window on the other, and that you want the water to flow through your house. The energy is intense in your house and you need to give it both an entry and an exit point. Okay.
2: Yep,
1: thank you. You're welcome. I'm so happy
0: to help. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. I... And, and perfect timing because you've just got one minute left. I think somebody's asked what your website is and yeah. Yes,
1: Atlantis, AtlantisWolf.com. And it looks like Alphidia. Oh, thank <laughs> you for putting it up for me. I super appreciate it. Um, I have trouble working my fingers when I get really high energy. I do a lot better just talking. So yes, it is AtlantisWolf.com. Um, I've got online stuff, I'm putting together a course. So that's gonna be coming out this year. Um, and I will, uh, of course, this year and forever, be at Kevin's International Dragut Summit in July as well.
0: Beautiful. I look forward to that as as well. That was beautiful. You, you answered so many amazing questions, and uh, I think there might have been some that you missed. But I'm sure if you get a chance, if you want to look through them at some point. Um, yes.
1: I'll save the chat and then I'll do my best to get back to everybody. And obviously, if anybody ever wants to send me a message, Instagram Dragon Medicine Woman. I also heal dragons in my spare time, but um, I answer all questions on Instagram. It's just the easiest place to get a hold of me.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much, and amazing timing as well. <laughs> <laughs> well um, let's, let's send Atlantis Wolf lots and lots of love. Come on, send me send me lots of love, lots of Hearts. I'm gonna press the heart button. There you go. <laughs> thank you very much. That was that was beautiful. Yep, there they are. All the love is being sent to you. Multicoloured rainbow ones as well. <laughs> thank thank you, Dantis. That was, that was beautiful.